Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Mainstream Boy. I'm your host Jonathan and today I'm joined once again by our good pal Spencer from Those Movie Dudes. This week we follow two teens as they reconnect during a road trip to get an abortion in the HBO Max original film Unpregnant. Then we revisit the Netflix original Mick G directed franchise where Bella Thorne and a bunch of other teenagers join a satanic blood cult to murder their fellow students in The Babysitter 2 Killer Queen. If any of those tickle your fancy, stick around. I'm making my way through uh, The Boys, season two, halfway through. We're almost done. I don't know why I'm currently boycotting that show, (laughs) uh, but I haven't seen it. You definitely should watch it. I don't know, yeah, I I don't know why you're not watching it, because it's... I think it's because it's on Amazon Prime and it's not like one of those mainstream generic platforms. That's like the most accessible mainstream platform ever. Jeff Bezos and Amazon. Are you fucking kidding me? But I have to like type in the boys to like the Amazon search, which is used to like find products and stuff. No, you and don't seems... do. What do you, don't have, mm. you don't have Prime Video bookmarked on your computer. No, I have Amazon bookmarked. No. Okay. I don't even have Amazon bookmarked. You just... Bookmark Prime Video. It's the home screen. You log on and it tells you all the movies that are uh, there. It's so easy. It's so accessible. And then you can see everything. And The Boys is literally, because it's one of their like, biggest shows of all time, it's like front and center where like the first four tabs was episode one, episode two, episode three with different artwork on like each like little box. So it's and, very uh, accessible yeah. is what you're saying. Very accessible. I watched it on my uh, 4K TV. I watched it in 4K HDR, matter of fact. Does it have anything to do with... Uh... The Girls with Adam Driver? Is it kind of like the same thing? Like a depressing show with Lena Dunham? Or is it a little bit different than that? This is a really fucked up show. It's so graphic. It's so... like It literally goes to places that I haven't seen any show go to. And I'm not a big TV guy, as you know. It's hard You're for not. me to get through TV shows. But this one's holding my interest. I went through the first season because they dropped that one last year all in one uh, go. So like you could just binge it. Season one. Uh, and then it ended with a really big cliffhanger. I was like, okay, that sounds interesting. And then I forgot season two was even coming out till it was like a week away. They're like, oh yeah, boy, season two. I'm like, oh yeah, that was a fun show. And then the first three episodes were available. And then now it's weekly every Friday until the end of the series. And I kind of like that release strategy because it's like you take three episodes. That's what it takes to get into the show. And then you got, then you kind of, if you like the show, then it's weekly. And then I like that whole weekly commitment because that's what makes it more exciting the binge i i always dip off almost without fail almost every time that's what i did with love uh not love uh love life with anna kendrick i like i watched the first couple episodes when they released the initial like yeah, three same. or four and then i, watched I the first stopped three. watching it didn't continue exactly yeah uh yeah yeah but I, that's I, did, I didn't like it and yeah I oh well i and, i uh, did like it but i kind of could see where the show was going with actually uh, actually love the the Netflix show, that was one that I dipped off of like halfway through season two. Just, I think it's gone. just a thing with you and TV shows, and you know, it is. I, I think we could get into that at some point when we do have an actual TV show podcast to be continued. Uh, Maybe, but th- you know, every now and then we're thinking about it, guys. A little teaser there, but once again, oh Spencer, let me ask you real quick: How was your weekend? Before we forget to to dip into that. So I was taking a sip of my uh, delicious water, filtered water, water. Do you have um, a, pure, a Purina filter or not a Purina? Brita. That's dog food. Or Br- Brita. 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 Yeah. 
Um, weekend was good. It was chill. It was nice and relaxing. Went and saw the uh, the dog back home, uh, Winston. Sir King Winston oh. to everybody else. Um, At yeah. Sir King Winston on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, I don't believe those exist, but that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, oh. no, it was good. Nice and relaxing. Uh, a little busy. A busy week coming up, but it's going to be uh, pretty fun. Oh, that's exciting. I hope you... Oh, ooh. Um, didn't like that. <laughs> gonna move on though. Uh, guys, welcome. You're not gonna ask me how my weekend is. Okay, we're moving on. Welcome back to Mainstream Boy. Uh, another those movie dudes podcast. I'm your host Jonathan, joined once again by our pal Spencer over here. Uh, in this segment, we do talk about some new release movies. We watch them, talk about them, maybe go see them in theaters. But you know, then again, we have no theaters right now, unless you're in Florida, which you could go to theaters, but we don't because it's. Well, scary, scary over there. A little bit of coronavirus keeping you out of there. Uh, but instead, we're going to watch, you know, new release movies coming out on, you know, Netflix, HBO, Amazon Prime. And we actually have two films this week. We have Unpregnant on HBO Max and the sequel to The Babysitter by Mick G, The Babysitter 2 Killer Queen. So how about that, Spencer? Are you excited for these movies this week? Oh, dude, I can't wait. And I initially only committed to one. But I know you but... watched both because usually you're like, no, I'm only going to watch one. I'm not going to have time. And then you're like, I made time. Uh, yeah, I made time. I watched all four. Um, <laughs> what? No, um, all four? Oh, shit. No, nah, that was just going along with your joke. But you know what? <clears throat> Whatever. Um, you silly goose. Yeah. I ended up watching the other one. I stayed up very late. Actually, I had a... <laughs> I'll get into it. We'll get into it a little bit later. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm late just to watch this uh, one of them. So anyways, yeah, the first movie we're going to talk about this week is Unpregnant, the HBO Max original film directed by Rachel Lee Goldenberg. Spencer, you know anything about her? Yeah, she directed uh, Valley Girl, the remake. Okay, well, that's not what I had listed, but uh, she did episode, or I'm sorry, <laughs> she did direct one episode of The Mindy Project. John, I've never seen that show. <laughs> I haven't either, but I also okay. don't care for Mindy Kalin from The Office, but I know that Hulu cared enough to pick up that show to stop it from being canceled, so it must be somewhat enjoyable, uh, but I don't care. But yeah, has an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes critical rating, a 39 audience rating, which I, I don't know. I think maybe it might have to do with the political implications of this film. Um, but I'm not really quite sure about that because that is quite the spread in terms of uh, reception for this movie. What do you think about that 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 hard split on a movie like this? Do you think it has to do with the like what the content of the film is, or that's low? I don't know. Uh, I definitely can see the eighty eighty six percent critical rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That makes sense to me. Uh, the thirty nine percent, I feel like that might be some uh, some you know people with some agendas people who would disagree with the subject matter the themes of the film that usually yeah. is the case with this those types of movies and material that like go to uh uh these levels um usually like the yeah, like the audience score or critical scores too sometimes are very low uh just because of that and it's unfortunate because i mean you watch the movie as a whole and it's like if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't but um i personally i thought i'm pregnant i thought this was just a blast yeah, Honestly, no, absolutely. And I think I gave I gave the film a little bit of shit when we, you were uh, saying that, you know, this is a new release movie. We've got to watch it, whatever. Um, 
just meaning from oh, yeah, the title, I, I, the title alone, I was like, "What? That sounds it's, like it's, it's not going to be title. good." It honestly is. A, it's a bad title, but um, it terrible was. Title, I heard yeah. that it was going to be like another HBO Max original film. Uh, HBO Max has kind of come out as like a new, obviously streaming platform, uh, and it's been a lot of fun watching like, especially like old like classic movies like on the Criterion like Turner Classic Movie Channel that we've been doing on the main show, obviously. Um, but yeah, so like they're doing some original material, uh, like American Pickle, which we talked about in another podcast. Uh, and this is like, I think their second original film, uh, and they might have some more coming up. Uh, and so I was, yeah, I was eager to check this one out. I heard some good things about it. Obviously had some good reviews. Um, so yeah, and on, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was just a funny, heartwarming kind of movie. Definitely. And th- these are the type of movies that are like perfect for me. Coming of age dramas, movies about teenagers. I mean, we feel like we can connect with them the most. Um, but basically, yeah, it's about two girls. It has Haley the Richardson, who was in Split and The Edge of Seventeen, and Barbie Ferreria, who's in Euphoria, and also has uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who plays Bob. He's a limo driver in this movie, but he's Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Um, yes. So you know, it's got a Andy's it's got a boys, new season two. Oh, is he in the boys? Okay, well, oh yeah, well, there you go. Um, but yeah, a, a good cast so far. Some really up and coming actresses in the film that I've enjoyed in everything they've done so far. Basically, Haley Lou Richardson's character, who plays Veronica, is kind of this uh, goody two shoes kind of girl who has a very religious uh, family. And then uh, Bailey, who's the other girl, is kind of like this gothy girl who plays video games. Her mom is just out dating dudes, doing whatever the hell she wants. So they have very different family life, but they. They were friends as teenage or friends as middle school students and then kind of grew apart in high school. But this scenario of Veronica becoming pregnant kind of brings them together again to go on this road trip um, across all the southern states because they don't allow abortions to go down to New Mexico and get one. So it's kind of this uh, road trip dramedy com- comedy with uh, with these two girls just kind of reconnecting and so many antics happen along the way. And it was just a, a lot of fun, dude. I know that was a long description, but uh, it, it was a lot of fun. I, there were so many enjoyable, heartwarming scenes in this movie that just bring a smile to your face. And I really enjoyed it as well. So, What works the best with this movie is the chemistry between uh, Haley Lee Richardson and uh, Barbie Ferreira. Uh, they were just incredible together. Uh, you could definitely it seemed like they were genuinely friends like on set or something uh oh yeah the cameras weren't rolling uh just because like the chemistry just seemed very nice and you could tell that they like i don't know maybe not used to be friends i don't know their performances really sold it uh and they were hilarious together some of the stuff that they would do uh like i love the scene when they're in the uh the uh the theme park uh yeah and they're on like that ride and they're just like screaming at the top of their lungs about all their, their confessions like that was a great scene, uh, and some of the stuff with the limo driver was great. With uh, yeah, Bob. obviously got yeah Bob, <laughs> yeah, <It's> just <laughs> my code name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it just had these like kind of like, these scenes that like made you chuckle, and it was very heartwarming, like like we've said. Uh, and it was just something that I didn't really expect. I honestly didn't know what to expect going into this one. Uh, yeah. and it turned out to be kind of like a big budget, like uh, well done, coming of age movie. For me, but, it, was, it was just a better version of Booksmart for me. Like I, I just think uh, I enjoyed. I disagree this. there. I loved Booksmart. Like that's, I've seen it like three, three times or something. It's okay. It's, I've I like only seen only it because the one like time. It's, it's a little bit with the themes. It's a little bit lighter because 
Booksmart is them finishing high school and wanting to go party because they spent so like so much of their time in high school studying to get good grades and go into like good colleges. Uh, so they want to go party. They want to go let loose. And so it's got that like fun, fun vibes aspect to it. This one definitely has like that heavy subject matter of obviously abortion. Um, and so if I were to rewatch, I would definitely go Booksmart. This one, I'm just like, I'm glad I really, wa- I'm glad I watched it because I thought the chemistry was great and the performances were excellent. Uh, it's got some fun scenes uh, and it's just well done, honestly. I, I, I really did enjoy it. And especially for a streaming movie, uh, this one was one to check out yeah. for sure, I think. Ever since HBO Max has come out, I feel like they've had such good content. Uh, this being just one of those films that you don't expect. Site. Yeah, it really is. Like, honestly, most of the films we pick for. Uh, the podcasts are from here because there's just there's so much variety and uh, most of it ends up being really good. So, uh, but yeah, I just love these these two actresses in this movie. They play off each other so well. It does seem so genuine and just kind of fun to watch. And I did really enjoy the subject matter more than Booksmart because that's it's really the one movie I can compare it to because it's just two girls coming to AIDS drama. You don't you haven't really seen that all that often, um, but we do have more movies like that nowadays. But I think the whole thing about going to get the abortion, it's its definitely very, very pro-choice, this movie, because it totally makes fun of the people who are pro-life, like, makes them look like absolute psychopaths. Yeah, when they went to that, like, horror element with, like, the family that was very, like, pro-life. And, yeah, like, this movie like, didn't hold anything like, kidnapping back kidnapping them. About... I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, this is weird. <laughs> But, it took uh, a stance though, and I and that's oh, the thing. For sure. like, yeah, and it, it took had a, a comedic stance. It, it and I did think that's have why a message. It's got the, the audience split, where they're so against it, probably offended a lot of people because you know sure. everything. <laughs> I bet if we read the, read the reviews, people would be like, "What the fuck? I can't believe." I didn't they... read any reviews. Yeah, I didn't either. But uh, I just watched the movie. But yeah, um, the, my, I guess my one of my biggest gripes with this movie, and it could. It, it might not even have to do with this movie. Maybe it's just Haley Lou Richardson's uh, agent. Is she's our age? She's twenty five, and she's playing a seventeen year old girl. She doesn't. Okay. She looks. She doesn't look like a teenager, but she's so talented because she's amazing in all of these other movies. I mean, especially like Split and The Age of Seventeen. She's great in those movies, uh, and even some other ones. There's one movie, uh, Columbia, that she did with John Cho. Uh, that's a great film, uh, and she's in that one with him. Um, not many people have seen that one, but that's a good movie. And um, she's given really good performances, so she's always been like on the rise. Uh, but she's been playing these like teenage characters, and she she I mean, she's our age. Like she, I think sometimes she you kind of fall some... into those uh, you know typecasting yeah. character trips. I mean, but she I, was in as a seventeen playing a teenager, so you know. I think she's. I think she literally will be one of those actresses that's going to get an Oscar nomination in the next couple of years with something. She just has got to find that right role that's going to launch her because she's been amazing in everything that I've seen her in. So, uh, yeah. I could see her in uh, like a more dramatic Oscar bait movie, kind of like Lady Bird. I could see her in something like uh, super uh, not mainstream and something that's more of an, an art house type coming to age sort of thing. But in this movie, I actually what she's dis- been doing. Yeah. I disagree with you a little bit because they definitely dressed her up like a 17-year-old. Like I I don't think that she looked too old for the role. She still looks mad young. I could see her as a as a teenager. Oh, uh, I could definitely uh, just see past the casting. I I could Really? No. I see, know. I yeah. I wouldn't have even known that like she a, was 25 I mean, until just, you just told me that. Even if she just put but. it into like if they were like a if she was in college or something. Well, when we get into this next movie, much, I'll, I'll right? tell you that the the all these actors for the most part are like literally eighteen years old, aside from like Bella Thorne and stuff. But like, 
um they definitely to me at this age they look like they're 14 so i feel like it just once you get to a certain age you don't even really know anymore what an 18 year old looks like so um all right well fair enough (laughs) that's not really Uh, you know i don't know that's not really part of the review but i really really liked it and uh what would you what would you give this movie overall um having just seen it uh and really enjoying it i would go three and a half out of five i like this one a lot i think this is one of the better movies i've seen of the year of 2020 there hasn't been too too much but i'm kind of getting up there in the in the numbers i think i'm in like the 40s now so i've seen i've seen some movies now so i'm usually in like the 70s honestly i mean it's it's almost october so shit man shit yeah but no three and a half out of five i would i would probably i would recommend it and if you have hbo max i definitely would check it out yeah with definitely the you know the low amount of new films that we have this year it's uh it's definitely one that i'd recommend as well but i just love the chemistry between these two characters i i just i had a distinct connection with this movie um for me you know the political stuff doesn't really bother me i'm actually very much on I mean, personally, on the side of pro-choice, but uh, we don't need to get into that. But uh, I, I just found it it was so hilarious and so genuine, and there were a lot of heartfelt moments between these characters that I think a lot of people can certainly connect to. You've had Everybody has a friend that they grew apart from, and it's kind of cool to see, uh, you know, two people just kind of come together again over common interests and whatnot and experiences. But uh, I give this uh, four and a half out of five. I, Damn, it's just, that's a high grade. You love I know, it. dude. I really, really like this movie, it. and it was right. a total, su- total surprise, dude. I did not expect uh, this Damn. movie. Right. So very nice, you know. Yeah, really, really Looking liked it. Forward My top... <laughs> to Euphoria season two, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I can't wait to be so Look, depressed that, again. Right? Wasn't it Barbie Ferreira? Yeah, really. Yeah. That's a great show, by the way, as well. Um, it's a dark yeah. show too, but yeah, very She's dark, but really good. So. Yeah. Check it out. That is Unpregnant on HBO Max. Definitely go check that out if you have that streaming service. <laughs> Unpregnant, coming from two straight white dudes. <laughs> from Maine. <laughs> from Maine, but, hey, yeah. We really God, liked it. Two very uncultured <laughs> bastards. Sorry, yeah. guys. You yeah, should definitely not... check it out. <laughs> hey, we're not the demographic, but yet we really enjoyed it. We so. fucking loved it. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Uh, also, Edge of 17. Damn, I fucking love that movie. Hey, it's a great Richardson's movie. In that. It's Haley Steinfeld, welcome yeah. to Mainstream Boy. You know, if we're talking about mainstream sure. movies, we got yeah. Haley Steinfeld is going to be hey, recommended. Great movies. So. Speaking of great movies, that does bring us to our second movie of the week, um, which is a sequel to the original Netflix original film, The Babysitter, with Samara Weaving and Bella Thorne. This is The Babysitter 2 Killer Queen, yet again directed oh, by... Boy. Mick G. Mick G is well known for his uh, 1990s music videos with uh, Smash Mouth. He directed All Star. <laughs> he directed like six or seven. I have to because I went on his IMDb and I was like, are you joking? He directed like seven All Star, or I'm sorry, uh, Smash Mouth music videos. He did Bare Naked Ladies. Yes, he did he the did, Charlie's uh, Angels movies. He did Charlie's Angels, and most now. recently, he did The Babysitter and Three Days to Kill with Kevin Costner. He's also done uh, This Means War and We Are Marshall, which is a movie that I actually remember really liking. Um, have you seen We Are Marshall? I have seen This Means War. I saw that in theaters. I think I have. 
I don't remember it, but I did watch it because I do own that on Blu-ray. So, oh wow, uh, interesting. Not not a very good movie, but um, no, I didn't like it. I don't remember yeah, liking no. it. No, but you own it on Blu-ray. Um, but yeah, the Babysitter, yeah. Killer Queen. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, if you guys have seen the original Babysitter, it kind of revolves around these teenagers who have this uh, satanic blood cult, and uh, the babysitter herself, who who is taking care of this kid or whatever. Uh, kind of just turns on him and a bunch of teenagers start trying to murder him throughout the night out of nowhere. And this movie is very much similar. Uh, two years after Cole survived a satanic blood cult, he's living another nightmare, high school. And the demons from his past still making his life hell. Has a 6.0 IMDb, 40% critical rating on, on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 70% audience rating. I say this is definitely an audience pleaser, Spencer. What do you think? Well, well, John, from the sound of it, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that this movie is definitely made for the mainstream audience. Absolutely. Um, if you're into sh- stuff like this, it's kind of just like over-the-top, cartoony, not-well-acted type films that just kind of are grotesque just to be grotesque and gory and silly. Um, this is kind of right in your wheelhouse. So I don't believe this is in Spencer's wheelhouse. So I would like to hear his initial thoughts on the babysitter too. And okay. the setting um, of how we watch the film as well. Real quick. Are you looking at the poster of this movie? No, but like, I can hold on. I'll pull okay, it up yeah, right now. Yeah. Pull it, it up real quick. You got it. You're, you're looking it. at the poster with like all of them and like the kids and like the front and center. So his facial expression is pretty much how I felt while watching the movie. <laughs> uh, because like, for a minute, like this movie literally felt like a spiritual spin-off sequel to like the Kissing Booth franchise. In oh my terms God, of like bro. how like cringy and like over the top it is and like meta, self aware, pop culture jokes, TikTok stuff. Um very much and it's TikTok. It's got this high budget, ultra violent, brutal scenes at times. Um horror comedy it's fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> it's it's pretty wild, dude. It's yeah, a it wild honestly, fucking movie. I don't remember. I, I can't remember what I gave the first one, but I think that I at least gave it like a two and a half or three out of five. Like, I, I The thing is with these movies like this is the characters right are so unlikable, aside from like maybe the main kid. It's just when all the characters just randomly switch their whole persona and are like, no, actually, I made a deal with the devil and I'm going to kill you so I can live my best life. I gave the first one a two and a half out of five. Yeah. So you liked it. It was, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It it's a fine film. It, it, it's it, and that's it. I think that's what these movies are going for is like, they just want to be fun, entertaining, kind of just in your face, bloody, gory comedy action. You know, that's really what it is. And Bella Thorne kind of plays herself. If I were to meet her in real life, I feel like this is almost exactly how she would act. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Same with Ken Batch, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, no. In the movie. Um, yeah. Um, positives. I'd like to hear some positives first. Before positives. Before you just rip into the movie. Yeah, if you could. It was entertaining. Like, I, it was super late at night. Okay, so the way I was watching this movie, like I said, I hinted at it at the beginning. Uh I turned this on at like 11 o'clock Saturday night. Okay. Okay. And I was like, all right, I'm going to watch the babysitter killer queen, the movie that I wasn't going to watch. Cause I was just going to watch on pregnant. And then, you know, 
whatever. End up watching this one late late at night. And yes. then I got like 20 minutes in. I'm like, this movie is just fucking ridiculous. And I passed out. I woke up and people were like exploding. And I was like, okay, hold up. <laughs> and it was like, I don't know, uh, 1245. So like I missed most of the movie. <laughs> and then so I ended up going back to like I don't know, the beginning again and finishing it. So this movie got over around like, I don't know, 2.05 in the morning. And it was so late. It was so late at night. And it was like, honestly, the perfect time to watch a movie like this. And I had a good time. It was so stupid. It was so dumb. It was so meta. And the movie is so bad. I really wish I watched this like in a setting like that. I watched this at like five in the afternoon, one beer in. Yeah, that's not the way to do it. And I, and, I get your thing with looking at the poster. Like, sure, I was probably straight-faced for the first, I would say, 45 minutes. But then I actually started laughing just because of the stupidity of, like, yeah, the jokes. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And I can't, but, like, uh, it's yeah. got to be so self-aware. Like, they got to be knowing they're making, like, the dumbest, of course. fucking stupidest thing in the world. But I, I don't know. Something with McGee and all of his movies, like, it seems Does like he he's... good about himself, though? Do you think he's, I, like, yeah, yes, I'm proud of absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yes, I'm sure. Because he's making a, probably a ton of money. And yeah. he's making Netflix. millions of dollars, and he's getting big casts together, and he's doing what he wants to do. Good for him. Um, and his movies, you know what? The, the movies are not good. They're not critically pleasing, especially for the critics. But honestly, like, like you said, audience-wise, they're just dumb, turn your brain off, like drink, drink until you can like barely see, and then put it on. And you'll have a great time. And that's like it's like one of those types of movies. Same with the kissing booth. It's just like you gotta be under like the right conditions to watch those types of movies. Uh, and that I think that's yeah. what a lot of people who sit down and they're scrolling through Netflix, they're like Not that we can don't see but uh <laughs> No, some... I think for for a film like this and for mainstream boy, I think a lot of mainstream films really condone some substance abuse or at least a little bit of drinking. Um but this this movie, you know, it has your it has your stupid deaths where some girl gets killed by a surfboard. Like, it's funny. And the yeah. girl from Pitch Perfect, actually, which is okay. <laughs> sorry to spoil the film, but um, yeah, yeah, it's like just, moose it's antlers just... and something like that. Like that kills somebody. Moose, yeah, the guy yeah. dies very similar to how he dies in the first film. Uh, the guy and there's always there's a dude who's always shirtless for some reason, but oh yeah constantly <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's it's just it's funny and i and i actually really liked uh how his dad is is always just trying to get away with just smoking pot with this other dude oh and, yeah like, yeah but that's the thing. just like, like hiding it from his wife it's the just... movie so many different tones and it doesn't know what it wants to be so it just mashes it all together like it literally puts it in a blender and it's like we don't know what we're gonna do some scenes are like very like lazily shot some scenes are very like high budget looking so it's yeah, just like yeah. okay, like they're just spending their money where they want to. <laughs> but, sure, no, absolutely, you're right. Dude. Yeah, it's but it's in this main guy Judah Lewis, uh, he's he's good. Like, I mean, he's over the top, without a doubt. But like, I don't know. Like, I I enjoyed watching his performance despite how over the top he was. Like, and even in the first yeah. one, like he was still like kind of like the Home Alone R-rated Home Alone type guy, uh, getting away with it. And he's aged obviously and. Yeah, I mean, aged well. I mean, honestly, like, um, Dude, they're gonna make I, they're I, gonna make more. They're gonna make more of these. I think they should. <laughs> like, they're going to. <laughs> I was not bothered by his performance. I really wasn't bothered by anybody's performance in this uh, movie. Yeah. I think that everybody kind of served their purpose. Like... The only one that is just like, 
And she's there to be there, Bella Thorne. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's exact. Yeah. She's the worst performance in the movie, but like, I it's guess cringy. it's warranted to have her in there. It's just like, I don't know, man. But uh, I think the main three, which is uh, Judah Lewis. Oh no, that's the guy, Judah Lewis, and then Jenna Ortega, who is kind of his love interest. And, and she was the Emily. new addition. Yeah, she wasn't in the first. I one, really so liked her. One. Yeah, yeah she, was she was great. She was really fun. good. Um, and then also Emily. Alan Lind, who's in Doctor Sleep she's as well. Doctor uh, Sleep, yeah, no, she was good in that one, and yeah, no, she was good in this she one was too. Good. The only thing I didn't like with her was, I just, it's so jarring the uh, the the tone that she takes. Like she's she's randomly his best yeah. friend for three years, and then all of a sudden she's a satanic cult leader. Like what? It's What's just like mean? you got to suspend all this belief and turn your brain off with these types of movies and just roll with the punches. <laughs> And that's the thing. I kind of loved it's... how she would just seduce her his dad randomly. Like she would just flip a switch like that, and it's just funny. I think it's just funny how she's able to do that, and that character just works like that. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's stupid fun. That's really what this movie is overall. It's one of those movies that it's like it's so bad, it's good, or it's one of those other movies that's like it's a full on guilty pleasure. But like, yeah, like yeah. it's not good, and I'm definitely gonna grade it as is. Uh, it's a two and a half out of five. It matches the first one. It's just, it's a dumb, it's fun. It doesn't, it's not trying to be anything crazy. Uh, and yeah, it's just, yeah. Turn your brain off and watch it and you could have a good time, but it's very gory. It's very over the top and it's very crude and stupid, but if that's your thing. If that sounds appealing. Yeah. Netflix. Easily watch it. Yeah. And there's a lot of movies like this out there. And I think for the most part, I do find them entertaining and when you're going for mainstream films, I think that's that's kind of the overall draw is, am I going to sit there? Am I going to enjoy myself? Yeah, I think you'll enjoy yourself during this movie. I certainly did. I would give it a two and a half out of five as well. I think it's it's not a great okay. movie, but it's it's it does what it set, sets out to do. Um, and, you know, I went along for the ride. And if they make a third one, I'll probably watch it. So um, I I enjoyed myself. But yeah. That is the Babysitter 2 Killer Queen, which the title, I don't, why didn't they just call it the Babysitter 2? I thought they were going to play the song Killer Queen at some point. They played a song at the end with Samira Weaving came out that was like, I I feel like that's what was summing up the title, but I don't know what the mainstream song was. I can't remember. It was like a very mainstream song, though, that I, might have been more modern day than Killer Queen. Was it the song that was also in Baby Driver? Maybe. Could have been. I don't know. Either way, guys. Um, yeah, I, I think both of these movies are worth watching for their own, re- for you know, different reasons. But uh, I think it was overall a very good mainstream week. Uh, I'm glad we watched fun. these movies. Yeah, um, it are better than most weeks because I feel like, you know, we've had some stinkers out there, but these ones are 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 definitely entertaining. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Some unlike not like this week was one of those weeks, but uh, some Oscar weeks are upon us. Oh boy. Uh, so some movies to uh, watch out for are coming up pretty soon here. So uh, I'm looking forward to uh, especially covering those this coming uh, season because it's going to be one wacky season with all the uh, changes in the ongoing uh, world. But yeah, I'll yeah. bet you are, Buckaroo. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for watching Mainstream Boy. Um, I am your host, Jonathan. It's been really fun doing this with episode nine with Spencer. We've been doing this for nine weeks that's like three months of mainstream boy hard to believe we are both uh losing our minds as we go but thanks again for listening make sure to go over to at those movie dudes follow us on instagram twitter 
I don't think we use Twitter that much, do we? Nope. No, we don't. Go to Instagram. That's kind of our main platform. Go over to Podbean. Leave us a review. Go over to Apple Podcasts. If you don't use Podbean, leave us a review. We would very much appreciate it. Um, and yeah, check out our main podcast. comes out every Friday evening. And that's pretty much everything for me. Anything you want to plug, Spencer? No, that sounds absolutely lovely. We have an episode coming up on the main show uh, this week. Uh, Hugo. Fur. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. You go, especially. Babel, I think that was the winner uh, Babel, of the yeah. week. So, um, yeah, those are the ones uh, you can all watch on, uh, I think, Netflix and HBO Max. So, uh, if you have those two streaming sites, you can watch those movies with us, and the episode will come out hopefully on Saturday. That was terrifying. You just twitched like a motherfucker. Yeah, I'll tell you why afterwards. Uh, but, yeah, too. thanks again for listening, guys. Uh, really looking forward to next week. I don't know what's coming out, but it's episode 10. So Oh, the devil all maybe... the time. Oh. Comes okay. out on Wednesday. Sounds scary. Uh, but maybe I'll buy a cake. It's episode 10. I won't. You know? you. Know, <laughs> I'll send you a cake to congratulate you for making it this far with me. Because I feel like that says a lot about our friendship. If you honestly do that. I would be shocked. I'll go to like one eight hundred. No, no. What's that? Uh, edible arrangements, and I'll send you this like massive basket full of just treats and. You won't just do that. Be... No, I won't. But I'll think about it. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'll put Spencer's address on the next Instagram post. If you guys feel like sending him something, all power to you. He really loves getting gifts in the mail. Thanks for listening, guys. Wash your fucking hands. We'll see you next week. Toodles. Thanks for listening to Mainstream Boy. You can check out this week's movies on Netflix and HBO Max. Next week's episode will be available on Monday, September 21st. Stay safe and wash your fucking hands.